You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engines! The following is a paid program. This program may contain adult themes and nudity, and you can never go wrong with that. Speaking of always being right, views expressed on this program are those of life-experienced mechanics. Continued listening may cause addiction, and in rare cases, a rash. Discretion is advised. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far, he'll change your oil or fix your flat. And you'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, hit it! everybody, and it's Dave's Corner Garage. We're live, uh, mostly live, anyways. Uh, we've got a great show up for you today. A great show. We always have a great <laughs> show. Uh, Ryan Rogers is joining us today, and who is Ryan Rogers? Well, he is the product brand manager for uh, Car Cost Canada. Canada. Good morning. How are you? You guys, good morning. Ryan, are you related to uh, Roy? I'm not related to Roy. Or Ted? Or not Ted either. Ginger? But... <laughs> no. Dale? Mister? None of you both. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny or Will Rogers? They're all famous people with the name of Rogers. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was about to look it up, actually. And Rin Tin Tin. Is he a Rogers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tara Keefe is going to be calling in from up north. We, we wanted him to call in from more an exotic location, so he's going to the local uh, establishment to see if he can find something more exotic. They have a and, payphone <laughs> at the beer store up that's there. Right. Right? That's exactly right. <laughs> Classic car auction. Well, they're having another auction up at the airport, uh, July the 21st to the 23rd, and if you want to get a couple of tickets for that, we're giving those away today. You don't physically have to come down here. You actually go to the auction to the will call desk and you can just give them your name and your phone number and they will give you a set of tickets to come on in. Exactly. If you go to their website, you can see what cars are going to come up on the auction block. There's some great cars for people. There's going to be some that are done, ready to go and others are going to be fixer-uppers, I guess. You know what? I love it because it's summer. It's, you know, it's you know, not freezing. You walk outside. You can do it. It's just nice to go there. It's a great idea. And you know, it doesn't cost, uh, just, just the cost of entry and anybody can uh, buy a car if they want. We come back in a few minutes. We're going to be talking to Ryan about what they actually do and how they save you money and how you can get a, fr- a gas card worth 25 bucks. And if you've got a car bucks. care 50 question, bucks. 50 bucks. That's I can right. bring a bigger car. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening and you have a car care question, give us a call. We're going to answer those calls today, too. Yes, we have a whole section to answer questions about your car. If you want to call in right now, listen for the number and we'll get you on air. We'll be right back. Alrighty, welcome back, and uh, I'm going to hand the gauntlet over to Alan because he's got a bunch of questions. You're throwing the gauntlet down? The gauntlet is off. The, I don't know. All right, I'll meet you outside. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Ryan Rogers. He's the brand specialist from Car Cost Canada in with us today. Ryan, thanks for coming down. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, for people who have not heard uh, anything about Car Cost Canada before, tell us, what's it all about? So CarCost Canada, we're Canada's leading uh, new car pricing service, and basically our goal is to simplify the car buying process and help our members get the best price on their new car. 
So basically, they go online. How, how does it work? Yeah. So um, what they're going to see is that first they go online. Mm-hmm. Um, they can actually generate a report for free. They're going to select their make, select their model, select their style, and then they're going to select all the options on the car they want. What that's going to do is generate a dealer invoice price report, which is going to show them the dealer invoice price, the available incentives, lease finance rates, and all the information they need to get the best price. So basically, they're going to find exactly the car they want, right. the color they want, the options they want. That's right. And there's going to be a price. And that's the price that the dealer pays, right? That's right. So we're going to show them exactly what the dealer pays. And then and then we're going to tell them how they can get the best price. And we're also going to offer them a recommendation to a trusted dealer. Um, in most cases, that's going to help facilitate that transaction because we also want to make it, make it as smooth and seamless as possible and really eliminate the hassle around the new car buying experience. So it does seem to make it quite easy. And I mean, you're walking into one of your recommended dealers yeah. and they're going to talk to Buddy who's in charge and they're going to get the car without haggling. That's right. It's going to be a no haggle process. I mean, we, we really want to, a lot of people when they're buying a car these days, I mean, for most people, it's a very stressful process, right? Exactly. They go from dealer to dealer. You guys probably know the experience, right? And we just really want to simplify that, help them get the best price, and make it as hassle-free as possible. Ryan, you were mentioning incentives. Incentives, yeah. Th- that's, that's something the manufacturer gives you to buy a car? That's right. So that's something the manufacturer or the factory will offer directly to a customer. And it's so important that people see our report because you're not going to see these. Sometimes dealers will advertise the incentives, but they don't advertise all of them. And if you don't know what you qualify for, you're leaving money on the table. So... For example, if you're a Costco member, if you served in the military, if you're a recent graduate, things of this nature, you could qualify for all kinds of incentives, and you're going to see these on our reports. Do they change? Like, are they always being updated? Um, yeah. So what happens is these incentives will, will change monthly. Manufacturers will offer certain incentives one month. They may, they may increase them or decrease them on a month-to-month basis. And actually, one of the features of our pro membership is you're going to see these month-to-month changes for the incentives. Two questions. So in, in a lot of cases, people have done this for years, mm-hmm. when they say, we're going to show you our invoice price. Right. So you're, what you're saying is the invoice price is not necessarily invoice price. The invoice price is the invoice price, but it, what but is, it's not showing the incentives. What, what, right. What is just as important, if not more important, it's the invoice price is critical because it, it's your starting point for the deal, right? Right. But the incentives are very important because it's money – that is on the table for you if you know you qualify for it. If you don't, you're le- you're leaving it for the dealer. Rough idea. How big could some of these incentives be? Well, I mean, you know, uh, let's take a you know a cash buyer for example. Sometimes <laughs> they could be as high as two thousand dollars. Oh know, wow, three thousand dollars. I mean, I know with Fiat Chrysler they had you know twenty five percent or three percent off MSRP. So these are things that you want to know about, for example. And there are smaller ones too, more niche ones like memberships to third party organizations. But it's still money that's. That's there for so, okay, now we have to join you. So how much does it cost to join? So uh, you get your first report for free, and then the pro membership is twenty nine ninety five. And you get back. Yeah, so what you get <laughs> is actually you get the monthly price updates, as we were talking about. You get yeah. five reports, so you can compare all uh, vehicles that you're looking at. You see the incentives. Um, and you also get um, access to our partners and savings. So we have partners where you can save on tires, you know, um, glass repair things of that nature and also the 50 dollars in free gas from so so it's really better than free so you actually you're you're, you're getting it for nothing plus 25 bucks in pretty gas. much yeah <laughs> it's pretty not much. a bad deal so the question is i mean this is for people that are looking for a car how long does the process take to actually buy a car well i mean you know if they generate a report um that that's instantaneous they can find all the discounts i mean they could have the car within a couple of days assuming it's there and it's a really quick and seamless process so if you have a premium membership how many times can you aim to the... So if you have a premium membership, you get five reports. So you can do five unique price quotes. 
So yeah. uh, I'm looking for a Mustang or a Camaro yep. or that or Challenger yep. or whatever those type of cars. That's are. right. So I can compare what the you uh, can compare what discounts are available across all all you know different makes and models. Alan, and you get a new car. <laughs> well, question. You know, our, our our show is heard right across the country. Um, are you guys in every area, like in terms of finding you know the recommended dealer? That's right. So we are in uh, every province. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in Quebec as well. However. Um, there are cases where if someone doesn't receive a recommended dealer, we do have another option, which is called our Buy Now program. What's that? How does and, that work? And basically what that is, is when someone gets their report, if they don't have a recommend, recommended dealer, they're going to have an option to request a Buy Now price. And what we're going to do is we're going to look at their case, and then we're going to look at what incentives they qualify for. We're going to ask them a couple questions, and we're going to actually tell them what their best price is. At that point in time, they can hire us to facilitate a deal at that price. Oh, so you're going to be the one who actually acting That's, as the agent. Acting as the agent in that case. And, and yeah. is there an, any surcharge for that? Or? There's a fee for that, yeah. So the fee actually for that right now is $20. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. To, bucks, to facilitate wow. that, yeah. So. That's coffee. That's <laughs> only a Stella at the Skydome. It's a good deal. <laughs> it's a good deal. I can't. I've got to buy coffee this afternoon. So, uh, <laughs> But the question is here is this is all done by the internet. There's just, no, right, except when we have a, a situation like you just described, then that's we actually right. phone you and there's that's a, right. a verbal contract. I mean, it's all, yeah, so the recommended dealer is done automatically, but, you know, with we do have a system in place for people to request their price. But, yeah, you know, we can be in contact with the customer through the whole uh, process. I love it. I love it. CarCostCanada.ca is the site? Yep, CarCostCanada.com, .com, .com, not .ca. .com, yeah. okay. You didn't get CA. <laughs> not CA, no. <laughs> CarCostCanada.com is the site. Actually, I was on it, and uh, I was trying to buy did a Mustang. Did you price a car? Yeah, I did. I priced a Mustang, mm-hmm. and it was exactly dead on. It was exactly the right price it should be. Did your wife let you buy it, though? No, I had to buy it in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> she is... said to me, I don't care what kind of car you buy. Buy whatever you want. So I told her I bought a Mustang convertible. She says, why'd you buy that car? <laughs> <laughs> I can't win. All right, we'll be right back at Dave's Corner Garage. Uh, listen for the phone lines. We'll talk to your questions right after the break. And uh, go ahead. What are we going to say? Fine. 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 <laughs> We're going to explain what fine actually means. Actually, it is. And we've right got some other stuff to break. tell you. This too. is Dave's Corner Garage. Okay, welcome back to Garage Doors Wide Open. And did want to tell you a couple of things. One, the Classic Car Auction is on on uh, July the 21st, and we're giving away a couple of tickets today. So if you want them, just call up, and uh, we'll make sure that you get those. And if you already own a Classic Car. Yeah, George Figaria. I've always had a problem with that name. No, George, from, from like 20, 20 years ago. They have a street cruise, and the street cruise is over at the Canadian Tire at 1608 the Queensway. Mm-hmm. All right? It's every Saturday night, so if you've got nothing to do, don't want to go to movies or spend money, they've got about 300 cars there, and I promise, George, I would mention it. It's starts called around, Street Classic Cruise. Starts around 3 in the afternoon and goes till 9. Yeah. <laughs> How can you go there at 3 in the afternoon? It's a long day. <laughs> well, you got to be polishing the car. What are you, you doing? Know, Nothing. Schmooze, I'm going talking. to cruise. Uh, Takata. It was a big story about Takata airbags. Well, they finally filed for bankruptcy, and now they're going to be purchased by a Japanese company. No, Chinese company, I think. Chinese company's buying them. So the question is, is the company still manufacturing airbags? No, they will. Uh-huh. New design, and a new company called Key Safety is going to take them over. But what if the question, though, what, what if you've got a car and you got the recall and you didn't act so quick? Well, you know, you mine, was, mine was recalled. And then what they're coming, trying to figure out a law where cars with recalls, they first have to have to tell the owner that there is a recall. Mm-hmm. And secondly, if possible, have it done before the car is delivered. So it is still possible to go into the dealer, though, and get it done, right? You know, Florida in rental cars, if it has a recall, you can't rent it out. Really? Yeah. So if, if your rental car has any recalls, they won't give it to you. You'll have to get one that uh, 
So there's a lack of rentals. I mean, like we've told people before, if you get a recall letter, act on it right away. Don't wait yep. because it's in most cases it's a serious yep. issue. Uh, could be brakes, could be fuel, could be fire, could be airbags. Important things. And uh, there's no cost to you most of the time. And uh, it's a great way to Well, I had a recall. They changed my airbag, and I needed a new signal switch. They just popped it in at the same time. Uh, but did no they charge. charge you? I was no, <laughs> no charge. No charge, Mr. David, I was Dave. happy to do it for you. But here's a bill for $900 for an oil change. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, I have a couple of questions. Sure. When your people are phoning up, there's different models of cars. So if we have That's an right. SUV, what's the most popular SUVs that they have? So, I mean, right now, we, we do have a top 20 on our website, most popular cars. Yeah. Um, can't recite them off the top of my head, but, you know, the Toyota RAV4 is quite popular in terms of SUVs. Right, Honda CRV. Honda CRV is popular. Um, the Honda Civic, Mazda 3, you know, Hyundai Elantra, things like this. Usually, you know, smaller cars that are very fuel efficient, you know, cost effective. Um, those kinds of cars tend to be Do you see popular. stuff like uh, more American cars coming onto market or is it still all Japanese and Asian? And uh, You know, a lot of the popular ones are foreign yeah it's interesting it, yeah it's, it's, it, it's very interesting you know subaru is also big um foresters outbacks things like that are, are also very popular hmm. trucks how big are trucks trucks are trucks are pretty big f-150 is very popular um ram 1500 is very popular as well so yeah basically, basically those are all the cars that are the biggest sellers yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's really just the top sellers yeah well as a matter of fact if there's any kind of exclusions here you, you don't have a lot of connections for exotic stuff, eh? For exotic stuff, un- unfortunately not, because those no. t- those tend to be you know lower volume vehicles. Um, those kinds of vehicles, it, it tends to be tough to use this process for very low. Well, here's vehicles. one that you missed: mm-hmm. Grand Touring Automobiles just announced they sold a four million dollar Lamborghini, oh, wow. <laughs> Sencerato, yeah, that's, uh... <laughs> for four million bucks. I missed that one. But what was their cost <laughs> on it? We need to know what we their need... cost was. <laughs> their cost probably was four million. <laughs> we just do it to make. Can you imagine a car for four million dollars and get it scratched? What do you do? Shoot the guy? <laughs> My friend's <laughs> just got his Porsche truck keyed by somebody. That was terrible. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. That happens. That has happened. I had a Cobra, Cobra when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I get in the car, and there's a guy, I go to the car, and there's a guy sitting in it. In your playing car. Playing with the car. And I said, what the F are you doing in my car? <laughs> he said, oh, such a lovely car. So as he gets out, he pulls himself on the windshield and cracks it. Wow. <laughs> right? And I, my wife says, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We're in the Texas. They have the death penalty. <laughs> so we ended up, the insurance covered the windshield, and he licked me, and that was it. It was gone. So that was uh, the first time you called Freddie, I guess. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Hello, Freddie. <laughs> so we have an email for Ryan. What was the email? Well, here. We have one right in front of me here. After getting my free report, I noticed the message on my dashboard. Well, I don't know what the dashboard is. Maybe you can explain that. Yep. It said, upgrade to pro. What's that all about? What's the pro membership rather than the regular one? Right. So just to firstly explain the dashboard, uh, when someone signs up, even gets their free report, they're going to have access to our member dashboard online and everything's going to be easily accessible there once they log in. They're going to see you know, what reports they have and things of that nature. The thing is, is that they have to become a pro member to gain full access to that dashboard. Uh. So once they become a full full member, they're going to get, as we discussed, you know, the five dealer invoice price reports, mm-hmm. access to our partners, and um, access to live pr- price updates as they change on incentives and, you know, lease and finance rates. And- oh, so you'll, you'll keep track of the car that I'm looking for. That's right. And I, you know, uh, right. I couldn't get off the pot. I couldn't decide, like, right. which one to buy. Right. In the meantime... The, the price could be going up that, or down. That's right. So say in June, you know, you're looking at a vehicle and, and, and you don't really pull the trigger till July. Mm-hmm. We will actually 
keep that up to date for you based on how the prices change. So when you go in, you'll have the most accurate information in July if you happen to be looking at the end of the month and don't happen to pull the trigger. But but do you guys have like a heads up? Will you be able to yep. say you better buy it quick because next week they're dropping the incentives? Um, we have a heads up. We'll let you know as soon as it's updated, but mm-hmm. that's... That's when you'll know as soon as it's updated, yeah. Okay. All right, super. Great information. So when you hear the music, well, how long, just before we break, how long is the buying process usually for a guy to buy a car? Through us or? No, like normally. I I need a new car. <laughs> so yeah. between I need a new car and. Well, it depends on if his wife is sitting there with him or <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you one thing. If you could do it through us, it'll be as quick as possible. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, it could be a month, right? It could be. It could be. Before you check out all the different Before you check out, you definitely want to check out all the possible discounts you can get. And I think the other thing is here, uh, you do this every day. The guy buying the car does it once every five years. That's right. Right? So he's at a disadvantage already as soon as he opens his mouth. For sure. He, you know, he needs the report to really be at a full. Just start with, honey, I, that's it. I told you, I (laughs) want an ivory car. This is Snow White. This isn't ivory. It looks more a little bit like slate gray. Don't laugh. I did that for a woman. She phoned me up. She wants a car. I know her. I I do all the paperwork, license the car. And she walks in and she says, didn't I tell you I wanted a (laughs) two-door? I go, you got to be kidding. All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We have a small problem. We'll be right back. (laughs) All righty, we're back to Dave's Corner Garage, and uh, with us is uh, Ryan Ryan Rogers, Rogers. brand specialist from Car Cost Canada. And, uh, of course, Alan Gelman from Glen Ellen Motors, Dave Reniger from Nowhere. And our audience today is Steve Scheinman. <laughs> He's a real nowhere man. Okay, this is something really serious. Uh, a jury finds Tech guilty of issuing a fraud, fraudulent safety certificate. What happened was this guy uh, in 2012 certified a truck. Obviously, he didn't see it because the truck had uh, no muffler, holes in the floor, exposed wiring, rusted cab mounts, and most troubling, a faulty steering shaft with over 120 millimeters of play. So this guy signed a certificate? He signed a certificate. Saying that this vehicle was safe to drive? Yep. Yeah, yeah. he signed it. Uh, it actually went off the road, killed somebody. Mm-hmm. So he was charged with criminal negligence. So we signed a ton of safety certificates. And we I know that when I was in the trade, everybody said, nah, the car's good, just sign it. I'm just going to you know, license it, give it to my daughter. This is a real problem that... I, the reality, the safety checks are just going through, uh, just went through it. Went uh, through a major change. And yeah. then, unfortunately, yes, we have to charge more because it takes longer to do. Um, but it just shows you that you actually, you can't just say, yeah, it looks good. You actually yeah. have to record, for example, how many millimeters of tread life there is on the tires, how many millimeters there is of brake material left on each individual brake pad and shoe. So they're taking this pretty serious. Well, you know, when you have stuff like this, and this happens in the U.S. all the time. In the U.S., when they do that stuff, they end up with hundreds of millions of dollars in fines mm-hmm. to the tech. In other words, he's bankrupt for the rest of his life. Unless but, he changes his name and goes to Mexico. Well, but uh, people have to understand, though, like we've talked about safeties before. It's not a guarantee, which is why your vehicles get checked out before you yeah. buy it with your own, you know, with your own trusted mechanic. And, uh, and even in this case here, for example, um, where the tech is charged with passing a car that shouldn't have passed, it doesn't get your car fixed. So you're still out uh-huh. holding the bag. And in fact, worst case scenario is your car has been taken off the road and the plates have been ripped off. So how much do you charge for safety? Uh, in the old days, it was about an hour's labor. Is about, by us, it was about $95. Yeah. But now it's almost an hour and a half. So $140, $150. $140, $150. Mm-hmm. And, and it lasts for 36 days. It's, it's, you, can, you can use it for 36 days. 
the the certificate is valid for 36 days. It's not a warranty. In fact, it says right on it, it's not a warranty. It only means the car met minimum requirement on the day of inspection. So not just the tech, but the shop owner were found guilty of issuing a fraudulent safety certificate for a vehicle involved in the fatal crash, and they're looking at jail time. Mm. So crazy stuff, eh? Really, it is insane. This is uh, why, you know, you can't just assume. Well, and don't buy your car at, uh, in the parking lot and uh, get, and the guy hands you a safety check. Well, exactly. And we'll talk to Terry a little later uh, after the next break. We're going to have Terry from uh, Ombic on the phone. Yeah. Um, and this shows the, why it's important that you buy from a registered dealer rather than, like Dave said, the used car lot on the Tim Hortons parking lot. <laughs> but that's the truth. People think they, they're saving money on taxes and they think they're getting a great deal and everything else. You but, buy a stolen car, you buy a jalopy, and yeah, you're you stuck with it. He said that. Uh, Terry said that uh, most of the people on Kijiji and then uh, Craigslist are, are uh, undercover dealers, you know, like... Uh, curbsiders. Curbsiders, yeah. yeah. There's a recall, by the way, on Mazda. Uh, if you're running a Mazda 6, I think it is, so mm-hmm. I'm just make sure, it's between 2014 and 2015 Mazdas. There's totaling 227,000 vehicles on the recall, and the problem is that the emergency brakes don't fully engage. Mm, so they're not working? No, which is a real hassle when your brakes fail. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and especially if you haven't used it for two years and go to try to apply it, that and it never me, works. You fix them for me. It doesn't work. Right? The truth is the first thing a cop does if, there's, if, if he suspects your car is unsafe, he says, pull the emergency brake. I can't because it won't come off. <laughs> <laughs> or worst case, it, it does apply and it won't come off. <laughs> yeah, it won't come off. All right? So uh, there's also a rear hatch issue. So if you're owning a Mazda 6, I would suggest you get to your dealer uh, request an uh, inspection, and uh, we go from there. So it's important stuff. Exactly. And if you've bought a used car by chance and you haven't got registered with the manufacturer, then make sure that you do do that because otherwise the, the recall letter won't come to you necessarily. Can you imagine buying a car for $4 million? Is there a recall on it? Oh, <laughs> there's only one car. Is, is a one-car recall a recall? <laughs> or it's just an advisement? Okay, before we take a break, we're going to be talking to Terry O'Keefe from uh, Alvik. There's a new word called, can you, can you help me spell this? Heteromonis. Heteronomous. Heteronomous, yes, yeah, something okay, like that. Heteronomous. Uh-huh. So I'm reading this article in Car and Driver, and he's talking about all these auto uh, cars that are going to be self-driving cars, which right. are called autonomous cars. Autonomous or self-driving, and, and right? And he says these autonomous cars have to go into a field of, of heteromonious-driven cars, which mm-hmm. means people driving in your car is now a heteromonious car versus an autonomous car. What if it's a shemonious car? No, no, no. They're not all hemonious. <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's um, what's the word, species-specific. Gender-neutral. <laughs> yeah, gender-neutral. Species-specific. But that's what they've proven, eh? Is, is the problem isn't the autonomous cars. It's the people who are driving cars beside and around them that's causing the issue. Yeah. Remember, the autonomous car actually stops at a red light and gets before it makes a right turn, <laughs> as opposed to most other people who do, what do they call it, the California stop or yeah, something? Yeah. Rolling the rolling stop. one, yeah. And they also... Um, Speaking of that, Volvo's announced that by uh, 2020, they'll only be selling uh, electric cars. And in France, they brought out a law by 2040, all vehicles sold in France will be electric. I thought the California roll was sushi. There you Obviously, go. it's different. Be right. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back with more jokes and great information right yeah. after this break. <laughs> FYI, I'll tell you what that means. Pasta sriracha, <laughs> Leah. 
Okay, welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. Uh, I'm trying to look for my... Um, Your notes here. Yeah, my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so much paperwork. Is Terry on the phone? Terry O'Keefe is on the phone with us. Good morning, Terry. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What exotic location are we at? Uh, Kettle Lake Provincial Park, which is kind of halfway between Timmins and Cochrane. And how big are the mosquitoes out there? <laughs> well, we went to the polar bear sanctuary yesterday and met Anukshuk, Henry, and Gushu, so that was pretty cool. Oh, you're kidding. So what do, they, what do they do in a polar bear sanctuary? Uh, well, it, it's very much like a zoo, just they get a lot more space, and uh, some of these animals actually have come from zoos, and some of them are, are you know, they actually have been rescued. Uh, Inukshuk is a, is a full-grown male now, but he was, uh, his mother got a little too close to Port, or Fort Severn when he, was a, when he was just a cub. Oh, yeah. She had to be shot, so they rescued the cubs, and that's where they were sent to, to be uh, taken care of. Well, this happens a lot, eh? When bears are looking for food and they can't find any in the natural inhabitant, they, they end up coming into towns and cities. Yeah. Um, so these are the bears that they actually capture and then take back up there. And eh? bears do. Do they the go woods. in the woods? Really? <laughs> this has become a nature show. Yeah. It's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> so speaking of uh, car deals. <laughs> are there any bear ciders up there or curb ciders? <laughs> so we were talking in the green room about how many ways that you actually can cancel a deal. Like usually it's a deal, it's done, but there are situations where a deal can be canceled by the dealer or the uh, customer. And, and it's not just because your wife doesn't like the color, okay? Right. Yeah. So there yeah. is no cooling off period. There has to well, be actually something wrong with this deal, right, Terry? That's right. So I'm glad you prefaced it that way, Alan, because still 85% of people in this province think that there's a cooling off period. 48 hours is the most common. They think they can change their mind, and that's not the case. Yeah, there are cooling off periods when you join a gym or sign a contract from someone going door to door selling hot water heaters and things like that. Mm -hmm. But there's no cooling off period when you buy a car. However, there are instances when a consumer has a legal right to cancel a contract, mm -hmm. and it's for specified non-disclosures. Now, there's 22 specific things dealers have to tell you about the past use, uh, uh, history, and condition of a vehicle. But there's six of those 22 that if they fail to put in, con in writing on the contract, automatically triggers a right to cancel the contract. And it would be failing to disclose the vehicle was previously used as a taxi or limo, mm -hmm. police or emergency service vehicle, or daily rental, which hasn't subsequently been owned by someone other than a dealer. Failing to disclose the correct make, model, and model year of the vehicle. Failing to disclose that the vehicle was branded uh, and is now rebuilt and properly failing to disclose the true distance a vehicle has traveled. In other words, if it's got a rollback pedometer or the odometer is broken or something like that. Now, the dealer is supposed to do due diligence, but if this information is not available to him, is that a, a, a still a cause to, to cancel the deal? Actually, that's, that's a fascinating question, and the answer is no. Dealers are required to do due diligence due diligence and even if they were unaware of any of these things and didn't and you know they completely innocently failed to give uh, the disclosure to the consumer it still allows the consumer to cancel the contract within 90 days of delivery of that vehicle mm. and when something like this happens it also unwinds any other agreement so if they sold an extended warranty it gets undone if they sold you know, whatever it might be the entire deal gets unwound okay i see two now, problems we don't get we don't get complaints very often that a dealer failed to disclose a vehicle was a, a police cruiser. That's usually pretty obvious. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of holes. The holes in the but roof. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the two that we do see is failing to properly disclose that it was a daily rental, mm -hmm. not subsequently owned by someone other than a dealer, and odometer issues. 
those are the two that we uh, that we get the most uh, uh, complaints about when it comes to having to unwind a deal. Now there is a time limitation to this. Hey, eh? I think you said ninety days. Is that right? Ninety days from the date of delivery. And there's also a possible uh, contract cancellation window provided by the Consumer Protection Act, and that would be one year from the date of signing the contract, and that would be if the dealer committed what is called an unfair business practice. In other words, they made a false, misleading, deceptive, or unconscionable representation. Okay, I see two problems here. Number one, the guy had a trade-in, all right, and we've unwound this deal. What happens to the trade-in? That's a great question again, Dave. If the car is still there, you can just give the trade-in back. But mm-hmm. if it's not, they have to return the stated amount the, for the stated value of the trade-in on the contract. Mm. And this, this can be problematic yeah. because historically, sometimes dealers would inflate that trade-in value amount because the customer had negative equity and they were trying to help the customer get financed. If that happens, the dealer's going to have to return the, the, the actual stated value of the trade-in on the contract. And it's less of a problem now because now we see finance companies quite happy to finance, you know, beyond 100% of the value of the car being bought. Surprise. Um, but, you know, five, six years ago, it was a bit, a bit more of an issue. Okay. And the second thing is, I have used this car now for 364 days. I don't get to use it for free. Well, if it's under the Consumer Protection Act, that one-year window, you're right. The courts often allow for a usage, and it's unless it's an exotic vehicle, it's often something like 10 cents a kilometer. But if it's under the 90-day window, under the Motor Vehicle Dealers Act, for those six specified non-disclosures, the dealer cannot charge for usage. So if that consumer lived in Barrie, let's say, and they commuted to Toronto, and they were putting big miles on the car, and on the 89th day, they discover that the car had a rollback odometer. They can return that vehicle as long as it's in good condition. And they get all their money back, and the dealer can't charge a single penny for the usage of the vehicle for the 89 days. And if there is damage on the vehicle? Well, now that's a whole other issue. The vehicle has to be returned in good condition. So if there have been, if there is damage now, there's obviously going to have to be some negotiation. But if that's not the case, you cannot charge for usage under the 90-day rule and the wow. motor vehicle dealers. I don't act. think people actually knew that. So, so, Terry, the advice is go back to the selling dealer first? Always. Anytime you encounter a problem with a, with a vehicle, most dealers want to try and make it right. Sometimes... You know, you have to find the right person at the dealership. Make sure that you ask to talk to the sales manager or the general manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but if a consumer encounters a problem and they're not willing to deal with it, then come to Omvic and we will be able to assist. Okay, omvic.ca is the website. And, That's uh, it, omvic.ca. Lots of great information for anyone who's maybe got a problem with the vehicle or before you buy. Make sure that you know your rights. You know the thing, buy in haste, repent in leisure. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us, Terry. Have a great weekend. Thanks very much, guys. Always a pleasure. Okay, right, take care. Bye-bye. Terry O'Keefe, Omvic. Okay, just before we go back to uh, Ryan, I wanted to bring you up to date on the latest stuff, which is texting. Texting, of right? course. My, not, not while driving. No, not while driving, but texting. So we have some texting things here for seniors. Uh, for seniors? Or people over 55. People, say people over 35. Their right? own vocabulary. <laughs> you know, ATD. All right. What is ATD? I don't know. At the doctors. Okay. <laughs> BFF. Best best friend, no? My, my best friend fainted. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, BTW. Uh, <laughs> your best. Bring no, your don't. wheelchair. And uh, I mean, I'll just leave this on here quickly, but BYOT. 
Oh no! Bring, 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 bring your own. Bring your own teeth. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Uh, where's LOL? I remember that one. Is living on Flippator, and LWO. And, and wait, wait. How would you know this? Because uh, I was experiencing that. Okay, good. LWO. What's that stand for? Lawrence Welk is on. <laughs> it shows you how uh, old that joke is. Did though, you right? forget LOC? What's that? It's <laughs> living, not on here. Living on Cialis. <laughs> you should know that, Dave. All right, guys. Uh, okay, W-A-I-T. Keeps you tuned up, you engine, you know? <laughs> W-A-I-T-T. Don't know. Who am I talking to? <laughs> All right, let's go to a call. Well, right now, we're going to be talking to John in Milton, who's got a journey. Yeah. John is on a journey, and it's a shaky one, I'm, I'm told. John, what can we do for you? Hi, guys. Uh, enjoying the show. Listen, Thank you. I got a 2010 journey, as uh, mentioned, and my uh, wife works for a tire wholesaler, and she had new tires put on their Firestones. Uh, this spring, mm-hmm. um, we had a brake do- job done on the front. We had pads and rotors, mm-hmm. and uh, they replaced one wheel bearing. And after that, we seemed to get a shimmy in the front end. All right. So the question okay. is, the shimmy, does it happen at high speed, at low speed? Between 80 and 110. And mm-hmm. does it shake all the time at those speeds or only when your foot's on the brake? <laughs> when my foot's on the brake? No. No, it's when we're driving along and uh, at that steady speed, and the uh, steering wheel, sh- you know, shakes quite a bit. Okay, you're talking about tire balance for the most part. Well, you know, it, it, in all cases, we had it balanced again at her work, mm-hmm. and then we went to a tire company where I do all my tune-ups, and they rebalanced them again and said, if there's, you know, if there's something wrong now, then it's got to be the tires. Yeah, but you would see that when the tire when the tire is on the wheel balancer, the technician yeah. would see it, would notice that balancing. Balance. Yeah. yeah. Hang on. Now, Can, let's just meet, let me turn up for one second. This started after the wheel bearing replacement? Yeah, yeah. So wouldn't Everything you think, was fine before that. Yeah, so I'm thinking, wouldn't that go back one notch and say, hey, there could be something wrong with the bearing replacement? I.e., sometimes the bearings don't come out and they hammer them. So, okay. All right. Sometimes the hub could get damaged. So go back one step and get somebody to dial indicate on the surface of the hub and see if the hub is out of whack. Okay. So what they're doing there is they're going to use a dial indicator, which yeah. is a, a gauge, and they're going to look at the runout to see if the actual hub, in other words, where the wheel is sitting, yeah. if that's moving back and forth or not. Right. Because as Dave said, if you had the tire balance and we know that the tires and rims are 100%, yeah. the, the other p- part that's turning, of course, is the hub. So, um, you know, it depends on which kind it has. You see, sometimes when you get a new hub, you get an entire hub with the bearing assembly, but other times you actually just get the bearing. And as Dave said, you have to use the BFH to get the bearing off the hub, and a lot of times it can get bent. Is this a front-wheel drive or a four-wheel drive? Front-wheel. Front-wheel drive. So, yeah, Yeah. sure. They're very susceptible to to, to balance. You know, it's funny you mention that because I I had a Kia once, and I had bearing problems on the front of one of the front wheels there, mm-hmm. and it took four times before they figured out what the heck was wrong. What was wrong in that case? It was bearing each time. They yeah. changed the bearings three times. Wow. And they were having problems, and uh, they thought I was nuts. They said, no, you've had a car accident and all mm-hmm. that. I yeah, had yeah. the car brand new. So all right, well, hopefully maybe it'll help you. Just last, one last question. This was a dealer installed this, or this was a private uh, garage? It was a private garage that installed it. You know what? I would Good go back. You've got garage. warranty. you got warranty on the parts, and I would go back and tell them. If that, need be, take the uh, the yeah. tech or the, the guy you're talking to out for a road test just to show him what it's doing so he has a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. All righty? Thanks for the call. Thanks, John. Got to go. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back.
You know how fast the show goes? It's amazing to me that we're in our last break. Really? Yeah, it just zips right along. Zips right along. Anyways, uh, Ryan, we have a couple questions for you before we leave. Yep. How did Car Class Canada actually become uh, in, in, how did, you, how did, how, you how did it start? Yeah, so no, I mean, it, it started, we actually started back in 1999. Yeah. And um, like any other business, it was born out of a need to, you know, fulfill a service that no one was doing. No one was doing this before. And there was a demand for greater transparency in the car buying business. I remember, you know, there was, there was things like, um, you know, you could receive the dealer invoice price on the phone and stuff like that. And people were offering the dealer invoice price, but having the dealer invoice price on its own and not having it bundled together with all these other, you know, the incentives and yeah, the yeah, rates yeah, yeah. in one package, car cost Canada, we were the first to put that all in one package. And that started in 1999. Well, sure. If you're, you know, if you're going to be the one negotiating the price right. of your car, you have to kind of know what the guidelines are. You, know, you just right. can't go in and offer the guy That's half. Right. Because they'll throw you out. That's right. And you got to know where the starting point is, Mm -hmm. what you qualify for, and how to arrive at your best price. And and that's all in one package right now. Yeah, people still think the dealer makes 100% on the car. They still think they make a ridiculous amount of money. (laughs) And in fact, I think they only have 11% to work with. That's right. And then they actually don't make that much money. That's right. And and that's why, you know, your factory incentives that you you qualify for are going to be huge because you're going to get the majority of your savings through those. Through the factory Through the factory incentives. You know, people don't know that... uh, some of the dealers will sell cars for costs just to get the financing paperwork done. That's right. That's where the money is as far as right. subprime for financing. As a matter That's of right. fact, you know, the bubble back when they had the housing bubble back in uh, the Great Recession of 2008, they're predicting that the next recession will be caused by cars mm-hmm. being uh, not valued as much as the money owing against them. In other words, they were in the subprime market. And they're thinking that there's so many vehicles out there in subprime that that's the that's next right. bubble. And the audience has just a little input here. And when the, you're talking about the incentives, which are great, because you go in there, it takes all the stress out. If you look at a newspaper ad or you try and watch a TV ad, if the Jays are playing, you, and they have all the incentives listed at the bottom, yeah. of the, you can't see that. You can't see So that's that. the biggest thing with people buying cars. That's right. Regardless of age, you go in there and you start sweating because it's a real grudge buy and you don't want to be there. And I think it puts both parties at ease. It, it really does because, you know, also the, the dealer is at ease to some extent because, you know, you're, you're, you're an educated customer, right? This is a deal that they can do, whereas someone walks in, they don't know anything. They're, they're making all kinds of demands. You know, this is something that really benefits both parties and creates the most seamless transaction for everybody. If you're sitting down across the table trying to buy a car from Dave, <laughs> yeah. you come in at six foot two, you leave at five three. Right, with shoes, though. Oh, okay, shoe. yeah, that's a minor stipulation. <laughs> but that's, you know, absolutely right, because I was looking at the ad at the Cadillac um, XRT, whatever it's called, mm-hmm. and it's in, it's such small writing, and it's in gray. Mm-hmm. So right. I need two pairs of glasses to read it. Yeah. <laughs> to read it. And by the time you get to the second line, yeah. it's gone. <laughs> yeah. And on their website, they're not showing you everything either. So no. if you don't see everything, you, money on the table. Right? But I, I guess there's other things, too, that are involved that you're not going to get on the website. For example, if the dealer wants to sell you some optional extras, you know, whether it's rust-proofing or permashine or floor mats, that's not going to be on the website, right? Well, I mean, I mean no. So the, those are dealer options, right? Mm-hmm. And we do basically, we do instruct customers on, you know, how to go about buying those options. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't have standardized invoice pricing for those because they can vary. But, you know, we definitely do provide people's recommendations. On and don't it. get caught in the trap where it's bi-weekly. And now I've seen yeah. weekly. Yeah. You can get a car for $59 weekly. You know, that's still 50, 60 bucks times four, just right. whatever that is. Yeah. You got to do the math. You got to do, <laughs> you the gotta, math. Gotta do the math. I mean, I saw Cadillacs for two forty nine mm-hmm. bi weekly. So right. that's, you know, 600 bucks a month plus HST. And you had to put 20 grand down. 
Well, no, no, not yet, but it's it's a short-term lease, mm-hmm. but the, the penalties are, the mileages go over a serious number there, the damages are a serious number, everything is, it's, it's all cooked, i got to be honest with but you. But that's in the gray writing, yeah. eh? It's because all car manufacturers are liars. That's nice. It. Well, it's the truth, you know, they lie about the emissions, they lie about their gas mileage, the diesel, stuff like that. Do you have a good attorney? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> But they are. I mean, it, I guess it's because it's such a competitive business. I have it no takes idea. the stress out from a consumer point of yeah. view. Like you can get to sit in front of your computer and uh, and take a look at everything. That's absolutely right. And, and you that's walk in. Yep. But, so, but, 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 you know, remember Jimmy was in the, a couple of weeks back from uh, Lease Busters, and he was saying, too, though, it's important. I mean, as much as you can research the car online, yeah. you got to go to the dealer and drive it just to make sure that you're yeah, happy with that car. That, that's for sure. I mean, we, we typically get late-stage customers that oftentimes have done that, and now they just say, okay, I want this car, or, you know, I, I'm picking between these three, mm-hmm. and I want, just want to know, you know, what the offers are on this vehicle. But, of course, you've got to know what you want to buy. You Do you uh, see a lot of people, like, looking for diesels because they're going to be, you know, gone pretty soon? Um, so, Yeah, starting to, starting to. It definitely yeah. doesn't make up most, but, yeah, they're... Because diesel is going to be disappearing pretty soon and replaced by That's electric. Right. Yeah. So the big reality push to electric, is, uh, guys, sure. I look in here there's at somebody's specs. It says Land Rover. 96 of the Land Rovers in Europe are diesels. Wow. That's, that's in Europe. So I wonder if that's going to relay that over here if, if the car is available. No, Europe, Europe's always been much stronger for diesels. Yeah, Jeep. As a matter of fact, Volvo diesel. announced this week. Did you hear that? Volvo yeah. announced that they're going to be out of the combustion engine business altogether. They're going electric. Their whole fleet will be electric within the next couple of years. How are the gas stations, you know, going to react to that? They're going to have to have units where you can charge your car up. Well, I'm thinking that that hydrogen will be the next fuel we use. Isn't that dangerous? Well, so is propane, so is gasoline. So is gasoline. No, but isn't hydrogen like? No, not as much as the other two. So there's a thing called the Zeppelin, that little little Hindenburg Wasn't incident. That, a few no, that years was helium. Ago. Wasn't that helium? No, no hydrogen. It was, was hydrogen. It was helium when it went boom. Ich nicht everybody, I don't understand. Everybody's voices would have changed. I don't know. It was here a minute ago. We're going down. <laughs> so in Europe, uh, diesel is still pretty heavy. Land Rover, ninety-six percent. Jeeps. 82% Volvo, 81% diesel, BMW, 71% diesel. And Mercedes, who I thought was heavy in diesel, 69%. As a matter of fact, Brian Mask, who was here a couple of weeks back, came in with a, a Lotus, uh, sorry, a Jaguar that was a diesel. Diesel Jag. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So well, who would want one of those? Apparently there are people that do. Gas mileage, gas mileage, gas mileage. All right, speaking of mileage, we've run out of time. Yes. <laughs> Alan, thank you for coming to join us. Uh, it's been a pleasure as usual. Ryan, as usual. Thanks for having me, guys. Okay, you're not related to any of those guys. Not related to any of those guys. Website, website, right website now. warning. So. Our website is davescornergarage.com, and we're actually going through a rebranding, so we're going to see tons of stuff. And Ryan's website is... CarCostCanada.com, and I just want everyone to head there, get their free report, and upgrade to Pro if you already are a free member, and find out what savings you could be entitled to. Ask for Ryan. I mean, what the heck? Yeah, ask for me. <laughs> and thank you to our audience. See? And... Uh, thank you to Sebastian for doing a great job. And Ryan, who's testing. Now, pretty soon we'll have Ryan on the board. No, that's and Nathaniel. Nathaniel, I'm that's sorry. Ryan. That's Nathaniel. <laughs> He's answering anyways. What's the difference? <laughs> hey, you! <laughs> Make the old guy feel good. Just nod. <laughs> have a great weekend, everybody. Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy
This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.